Welcome to the Life After Plus One podcast, where we turn life's lemons into delightful lemonade. Get ready for inspiring stories, uplifting conversations, and all the tips and tricks to rock your single parent journey with style. I'm your host, Leanne, and it's time to embrace the adventure of Life After Plus One. So let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Life After Plus One. Today, we are going to talk about the single parent topic of moving on. Moving on after a breakup with a co-parent. Let's be honest, it's probably the hardest part of it all. It's the initial part. It's where you're still just trying to get through everything. What the hell has just happened? You've got a million questions going through your head. You've got all these different emotions going on. You're like, what the hell do I do? So, we are talking about moving on, moving on. Well, where do you start? What do you do first? What do you do when it's just happened and you're just like in a whirlpool of emotions and you're just like, holy shit, I have never planned on being a single parent. I've never planned on being out here on my own and I don't know what to do. So the first thing, allow yourself time to grieve. Grieve the relationship, grieve the loss of it. And just process your emotions. Step back and process it all because it's a lot. It is a lot. So you need time to do this on your own and you need to just really process what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what's just happened because it's huge. It's a huge thing. You've just had your world flipped upside down and you don't know what to do. So you need to first just step back, process it all and just get an understanding of what's just happened. Now to do this, what I would advise next is to limit contact with your ex. If possible, I'd say cut contact, but it's probably not because if you've got kids, you don't want to cut contact. So in this stage, when you're just trying to process everything, keep contact with your ex to a minimum. Don't get into random chit chats. Don't get into back and forth, tit for tat. You said this, you said that, because it doesn't achieve anything. This is the time to keep contact purely about the kids. And if you're in that much of a head fuck where you don't think you can even do that, then get someone else on board to message them for you. Get your mum, your dad, a friend, your brother, your sister, whoever, get someone else to message them and they can meet them at, you know, handover times, whatever. Do what you can to get through this process and if it means keeping as much distance from your ex as possible, then do it because I guarantee that does help. So definitely keep your contact with your ex to a minimum. Now, whilst you're going through this, you need a support network. You need to find a group of people that you can lean on, family, friends, work colleagues, whoever. You need people that you can talk to because we don't want that to be our kids. So you need someone that's going to be your sounding board. You need someone that's going to cheer you up, someone that's going to motivate you, someone that's going to be like, what the hell are you doing sitting around in pajamas? Get up and let's get, get dressed and let's get out and have some fun. So... Find your support network, find your people, find your tribe, find anyone that just gets you feeling good and use them as much as possible in this time frame because you will need people around you. Next step, I would suggest self-care. 
Do things for you. Do things that make you feel good. And whether you do that with your support network, whether you do it on your own, just do things that make you feel good. Things that help you clear your head and just make you happy, whether it's the gym, whether it's catching up with mates, whether it's going for a massage, anything that you find brings you joy and brings you happiness. Do those things. Do those things that make you feel good because that's what you need right now. You don't want to be sitting around being miserable going, I can't believe this just happened. My marriage has just broken up and I am just in a head fuck. Get out and do things that make you feel good. Once you're kind of going through this and you start to be in a little bit of a heads, better headspace, reflect on what's happened. And this is something I've really implemented in my life. When I go through a certain situation that's just gone to the shit, I'll always step back and I will reflect on what happened. I will reflect on what I did and I will look at ways I can handle situations better for future relationships. And those tools are valuable and priceless. So, um, yeah, like I said, it's something I always do in any situations and it's not just in relationships, it's in work life, it's in personal situations. When something happens in my life and it doesn't turn out to the best, I always go back and self-reflect. I go on my little beach walk and I sit there and go, okay, what could I have done differently? So self-reflecting is a perfect way for you to improve your future relationships and it's a perfect way to put you in a better headspace too. So always step back and get a better understanding of the situation and what's just happened and just reflect on it. Whilst you're going through this, you need to set boundaries with your ex. You can't have the constant phone calls, the constant text messages. You can't have things that just going to keep fucking with your head. You need to set your boundaries and you need to make it clear. Contact is purely about the kids because in this time frame, you need to get your head sorted out and you need to get your shit together. So the only way you can do that is by keeping as much space as possible from your ex having random conversations about certain things, having them asking you what you're doing with your personal life or asking about your dating life. They don't need to know that. If you're in a better headspace and things are a bit more calmer between the two of you, then yeah, maybe you can do that. But whilst you're still processing everything, whilst you're still going through the loss of it all and you know, getting an understanding of everything, this is not the time to have try and have friendly chit chat. So process what's happening and keep your boundaries and let them know Contact is purely about the kids whilst you're trying to get your shit together. Next, stay busy. Stay busy. Don't sit around and just stew on things. Don't give yourself too much free time where you're just sitting at home watching TV, drinking wine or whatever, and just going, oh my God, what if I said this differently? Or what if I did that? Don't, don't do that. That you are just going to mess with your head even more. Keep yourself busy. Keep yourself busy with those things that make you feel good. Um, keep yourself busy with your support network, go for a drive, go for a walk, do anything that keeps your mind busy. Even if you're playing a game, if that's what you like to do, anything that keeps you busy and keeps you distracted off you doing things whilst you're still processing it. Remember, you don't have to always do this once you've got through it, but whilst you're understanding and getting through the whole moving on phase and whilst you're still trying to work things out, this is something that I would definitely suggest. Keep yourself and keep your mind distracted. And it keeps you distracting from wanting to get in contact with them too. 
because the last thing you need is to sit around and stew on things and go, oh, I might just send them a message or I might just give them a call and then that backfires and then you end up having a fight and it's gone to the shit and you're back to square one again. Keep yourself busy and keep your mind off them. Another thing, let go of reminders. Let go of things that are constantly going to remind you of them or the marriage or the relationship that you just had. For example, one thing I did is with my daughter's father, I've never saved his name in my phone. It's always my daughter's name and then it says father at the end. And then with his name in my phone, I've got a photo of her. So anytime he calls or texts, I get a cute little photo of her and it makes me smile. So that for me is a nice little way for me to remove that reminder and it makes me happy when he calls, even though I'm not happy that he does call. It does, I can't, I feel like I can't get angry because I'm seeing a photo of my daughter. So just get rid of any of those reminders that are going to trigger you or anything that's just going to make you upset and just come back to those what if, what if, what if. So get rid of anything, even if it means deleting them on Facebook or whatever it is, removing photos, do things that's just going to stop you from getting triggered or from that's going to affect your process of moving on and getting through it all. So get rid of those reminders. Even if you need to just hide them for the time being, if they're things that mean something to you that are sentimental, put them away for that process while you're still getting through it all. Another thing you can do is start connecting with others. Start making a new group of friends. I can tell you there's nothing more motivating and inspiring than getting out and making a whole new group of friends that were not part of the relationship that you've just come out of. It is such a good feeling and, you know, I would not suggest going out and dating in this period. Um, Mind you, a lot of people do do that. I've learnt myself to not even consider dating men that are in the process of a breakup and, you know, custody and financial settlements. It's messy. It's ugly. They're not in the right headspace and you don't want to be a part of that. So, If you do really want to date, if it's your way of clearing your head and making you feel better, then I would highly advise you letting that other person know where you're at. But I think it would be highly recommended to get your so-called emotional baggage sorted before you do start moving on to the next person. But each their own if that's what you want to do. But I, it is nice to get out and connect with others, not necessarily on a dating level or more of a social level, but get out there and make new friends. Even if it's at the gym, um, a new sporting group, social groups, there's uh, so many groups out there these days. So get out there and network with the new group of people. It It's nice. It's so good to get out there and meet new people that they don't even know. That's got nothing to do with them because you don't want these friends in your life that are just constant reminders of things that you guys did together. So get out there and connect with some new people. Now, another thing you can start doing in this in this period is start planning for the future. Now, what you do from here on in is all on you. This is now your life. It's now lived on your terms. So you can decide what you want to do, when you want to go, where you want to go. So start planning things. If it's just something for yourself, if it's something, a holiday for your kids, if it's a little day trip somewhere, if it's an activity that you've been wanting to do for some time and you keep putting off, start planning things as something to look forward to and, you know, something for you to do, something for you and the kids to do, where it's not something that's just based on something that you used to do with 
you and them or you and that relationship or that family. Plan things that are all about what you want to do in your new life and how you want to see your future. Now, another thing which um, a lot of people do do in this period, get some help. And that's okay to do that. Seek professional help. There is totally nothing wrong with getting some advice because it is a really hard period, especially if it's been a really long-term marriage or, you know, something ugly has happened in the breakup and you just don't know how to handle that with, you know, if you've been really hurt and lied to and deceived. Um, getting professional help is not a bad thing. It can help you handle those emotions and understand the situation a lot better and, um, yeah, it's a lot better for you and it's a lot easier for you to move on. I've been through it. Um, you know, it is a hard stage. It is a tricky thing and it's something that you don't want to have to manage on your own. So if you don't have that support network, if you don't have people around you that you can talk to, um, ideally people that have been through a similar situation, um, because, you know, nothing wrong with having friends that are married or anything like that, but it's always nice to get advice from people that have been through that situation or and have an understanding of what you're going through than to get advice from someone who's been in a 30-year marriage and has no idea what it's like to be broken up and have their world just shattered in front of their face. So get advice from appropriate people who know what you're going through and seek help. There's nothing wrong with it, but you don't have to. But if it's something that you're stuck on and you're really finding it hard to move on, then definitely I would recommend that. Now, one last thing I would definitely suggest, and this is probably the hardest thing, and it's going to take a long time to get to this stage, but this will be the final stage of the moving on period, and that's forgiving. Forgiving your ex. Now, you don't have to go up to them and say, oh, I understand what you did and I forgive you. No, 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 you don't have to do that. It's just something you do within yourself, something that you know that you're in a better headspace, um, you've sorted everything out, you're totally okay with the situation, even though it hasn't gone the way you wanted it, but you've accepted it. You've accepted it. This is where I'm at. This is where I'm going. This is what I want to do with my life. And you know what? I forgive. I forget. I'm moving on because I've got so much amazing shit planned for my future. So learning to forgive and, you know, you don't have to do that, but mentally and emotionally, it will make you feel good. When you get to a point where you're not phased by things that they say to you, you're not phased by what's happened in the past, you're not jealous, you're not looking at photos, you're not looking at their Facebook, those things, they don't bother you anymore. That for me is when you've reached, you know what? Yeah, I forgive you. We're good. I'm okay. It's happened for a reason and I'm okay because something better is out there. So get to your, getting to a point where you forget, where you can forgive is truly valuable in that whole process of moving on. So just recap on those things and what we discussed on the whole little moving on process. So the first step, allow time to grieve the loss of the relationship or the marriage. It's okay. Process it all. Take your time. There's no hurry. There's no time limit. There's no deadline. Take your time to grieve and understand what's just happened and process everything. Limit contact. Limit contact with your ex. Don't get involved in these regular nightly phone calls or, you know, something goes to the shit so you think you're just going to message them and let them know. Limit contact whilst you're trying to move on and get yourself in a better headspace. Find your support network. 
find your people that will motivate you, that will make you feel good, that will lift you up. And that's really what you need in this period. You need people that are going to motivate you. So find your tribe. Next is self-care. Do things for you. Do things that make you feel good. Do things that make you feel happy. Do things that make you want to get out of bed in the morning. You don't want to be stuck in that little phase where you just, you know, you're miserable all day and just want to stay in your pajamas. You don't want to leave the house. Don't get into that headspace. It's not a good one to be in. So do things that make you feel good. Get up in the morning and go, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do this today and I'm going to freaking rock it. So do things that make you feel good. Reflect on what's happened. That's an important one. Look back. Look at what's happened. Understand the situation. Look at if you could have handled things differently. Look at if if they could have handled things differently. Then that's not something you need to worry about. You need to worry about and focus on your situation and what you can do differently and what you can do better for future relationships. Boundaries. Set your boundaries with your ex. Let them know what you do accept and what you don't accept when it comes to communication and when it comes to being in contact with them in any way and when it comes to handover with the kids. Set your boundaries on what you accept and what you don't accept. Stay busy. Don't sit at home stewing on things. Don't sit at home scrolling through Facebook and searching their profiles and their Instagram page and stalking things. Don't do that. It's going to screw with your head. Stay busy. Do things that's going to keep you distracted. Do things that's going to keep you keep your mind off that situation. Um, yeah, you don't want to be sitting at home stewing on them. Keep yourself busy. Let go of those reminders that are going to keep you thinking of them. Anything that's going to be an emotional trigger, let it go. Like I said before, even if you need to just hide it for a period whilst you're still processing processing the situation. Let those reminders go so you can clear your head. Connect with others that are being through something similar, that um, other single parent groups, social groups, connect with other people that can help you socialize more, that can help you get out, that can help you feel better. Find a new network of friends. This is the fun part. Plan for the future. Plan some fun stuff, something to look forward to. There is nothing better than when you wake up in the morning and go, you know what? I'm so pumped for this. I've got this planned next week. I've got this planned. Plan stuff for you. Plan stuff for the future, something to look forward to. Um, Next, seek help. If you're really stuck and you can't get out of that little hole that you're in and you can't see that light of the tunnel, seek some help. There's nothing to be ashamed of with doing that because it's not possible for us to always handle things on our own and especially if you don't have that support network, get out and seek some help. Lastly, forgive. Forgive and like I said before, this is not something that's going to happen overnight and you don't have to say it to them. Get yourself in a place where you've totally understood the situation, you've accepted the situation and you're not phased either way by what they say and what they do. It doesn't affect you. You're okay with it. You've accepted it. You're forgiven. And I can guarantee you that will make you feel the world of difference and it will put you in such a better place. And for moving on and doing these things, it puts you in a better place for a future relationship because you don't want to go on to dating someone when you still got all this shit that you're going through. Like if you, you know, you got your ex messaging you or calling you and you're out on a date with someone and then all of a sudden you're triggered because they're messaging you. If you're getting triggered by your ex still, then you haven't gotten over it. You haven't sorted your shit out. So, you know, getting through all this stuff, 
only makes for a better you, you know, and it only makes for a better future relationship with the next person that you're going to be with. So focusing on what's happened, focus on how you can get through it all, focus on what you can do better and what you can do differently. And I guarantee you'll be a thousand times better person to date in your next relationship. So Thank you all for listening. I hope you all got something out of this. Now, if you have any questions, if there's something else you want to know, shoot me a message. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to answer your questions. So jump on over, shoot me a message. All the details are in the show notes below. Um, feel free to jump onto our Instagram page. We can join our community. You can shoot some messages through there as well. So thank you everyone for listening. I hope to see you all in the next episode and, uh, I hope you can all now move on much easier. Thank you all. Love to you all. Thank you for joining us on the Life After Plus One podcast. If you loved what you heard today and looking for some further support, then jump onto our website, lifeafterplusone.com. Plus, don't forget to check out our Instagram page for further resources and inspo. You can find all the links in the show notes. And remember, you're not alone on this path. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next episode. And in the meantime, keep thriving, keep growing and keep exploring your amazing life after plus one.